Hi, I'm Heather Knight, and this is the Surviving to Thriving podcast. One in four women will experience severe physical violence by an intimate partner in their lifetime. We're going to discuss the taboo topic of domestic violence and the tools our thrivers have used to succeed in life. We want you to know that you are not alone in this fight. Please keep listening if you or anyone you know has been impacted by domestic violence. Before we get into today's episode, I would like to thank our sponsor, Night Protection Services for making this podcast possible and all the support they provide our cause. And I know that it's very difficult to leave relationships because you feel like you gave it all, you gave it all and you are not quitter. But you know what? Sometimes you have to quit something what is okay or good, which is not really good, for something what will be better. And I always encourage everyone reach out for help because when you are very deep there when you are inside in the box it's very hard to see outside i'm gonna take you back again to this small poland for me and this village it was all what i knew but my heart knew that there is bigger world there is something better and i left finally well my mom she was not happy with that and I felt guilty for a very, very long time. So not written law in Poland is that the youngest kid is gonna stay with their parents and take care of them. And I left, not only that I left first going to big city, but then I left for the US. And if you are a parent, so please do not ever do it. This is a huge lesson. Do not guilt your kids because they have different dreams than you do have so i cried and she's a great person but she dedicated her life she says for her kids when we never ask her to do that so she put this dream that we gonna be always with her and when she said you left me because of you i'm lonely now no mom you choose to be lonely because you choose to stay for us when we never asked for that with this man that you are not in love anymore so i hope that today's parents are more aware and they won't put these expectations on their kids it took me a while to work this belief limiting belief that yes i'm responsible for what is going on with my mom i am to the point but not for what she decided for her but you can decide for yourself who you are today, who you want to be tomorrow. And just think, what will happen when you want to take any action? What will happen? How your life will look like if you want to do anything? Are you happy where you are right now? I wasn't. And that's why also I ran from Poland to US because I don't know if I can go to that story as well. But so I met this beautiful man because there was, an, again, this policy in my village <laughs> that you can be educated, you can do whatever you want, but at some point in your life, you have to get married, you have to have a family, you have to just follow what normal people do, regular job, regular family, just follow the you know the boxes yeah the, the check the boxes out and do what everyone else is doing 
So I had this wonderful, beautiful man and we were in a relationship for 11 years. There was no violence, again, physical, but we fight a lot because his family was not also, his mom was divorced finally, but she never could accept it. My parents, they really hated each other. So the fight was the communication, yeah? And it's really bad for your relationship when you fight all the time, but we didn't know. So we loved each other. And of course, in Europe, they call it Italian marriage. Yeah, when you, you fight because you love each other. I don't believe it anymore. No, I don't believe that violence, even through communication, is the way how you show your love. So we were together, as I said, for 11 years. And there were signs, the whole way, there were signs that our dream is not one dream anymore. Like we are on different pages. I wanted more. I wanted more. And I often felt guilty that I want more than what this relationship and living where we were living is offering to me. So that's why I was exploring worth. And it was the first time when I came to US in 2004, when I said, oh my gosh, the world is really huge and there are so many opportunities. But then I went back to my small village and to my partner and he didn't share that dream with me. He said, you are crazy. You are not normal. So remember this word, you are not normal. Normal people get married, they have kids and it's what we're gonna do. And so this, this was the first sign that we don't have the same dreams, that my dream is really expanding. And it's okay, but you have to be realistic and be honest with yourself that that it's who he is and it's who I am. And I did not respect that because I was a fighter, remember? The little fighter is like, I will change him. He will eventually want what I want because I'm going to show him, look, look. This is US. Come on, let's go with me and see. And he's like, no, I'm fine where I am. I could not accept that. I didn't understand why he cannot see as far as I see. But I didn't understand at that time that the only person you can change is you. And if you try to change someone else, it's not going to work. It's not going to work at all. Anyway, so I was keeping traveling, coming back to this space that it's just an illusion and i want to highlight it how many of you lives in this illusion world is that it can be job it can be relationship it whatever you created that you think that it's what you want and you are safe there so you you maybe do some stretching and you go outside of what you created but then okay if it doesn't work i'm just gonna go back so I see with relationships, some women, because I work mostly with women, they leave the abusive relationship, but if they don't find this other person or they go into the same, but if they even find and it doesn't work, they go back. They go back and it's just what you are saying to that person. You were right. You can treat me whatever you want because I cannot live without you. And it's a lie. You lie to yourself. You can live the life you want because you deserve it. But so in my case, it took me 11 years actually took us to realize that we are not meant to be together. Mentally, 
I was not ready for that breakup. And I was still trying to pull him to my level. I moved to the capital city and I said, I'm here, I'm here. I'm creating this beautiful life for us. And just before our 11th anniversary, he texted me that, you know what, don't, I know that you are planning to come for this weekend uh, home, but don't because I'm with someone else. So this was very breaking for me emotionally because the story that I don't deserve it. I, at least I deserve you to come and say it to me in person, but it was different Beata at that time because now it's like thank God thank God that that he did it for me because I was not ready because if he would not leave me even I stayed in depression for freaking almost six years six years of my precious life don't waste your time you know we have expiration date so we all do so live your life fully but well it was my journey so I stayed in a really bad state for a long time, self-pity and victim mentality. And I reached out finally again to this strong little girl that always was there and said, not today, not today. Go educate yourself and find yourself who you really are. And it's what took me to United States in 2011. I said, I was happy in United States. I'm gonna, and it's another, I think, great analogy. We, we think that we like to go back to something what we knew and it was making us happy than exploring different ways. So I came to US, not because I was so brave, but I was running away from the pain that I was experiencing back in Poland. Poland was not enough for that, not big enough. So I came to US, but you know what I found out? Wherever you go, there you are with all your thoughts, with all your pains and all your issues until you face them. So it took me also again, like a while to admit that, Hager, you have to do something with it. Like, like really, you have to take actions. Thinking about that is not enough. But stretching your thinking and looking for help, it's what you can do today. So I reach out to coaches and really, again, you are not alone ever if you reach out to someone who can help you. That person can be only two steps ahead of you, but if can help, it's not a shame. Ask for help. So the coaches, they, they showed me that the biggest problem that I have is it's me. I'm on in my own way to moving forward, to be happy, to be loved, because I was judging all these people around that they want to hurt me like this guy, that I need to be to be normal. I have to be this, you know, sad and like rational thinking person. So I was so messed up at that time. But again, coaches helped me to see it. They, they invited me on a journey to find myself and I found that person and I found new love. I found my current husband and it was not that pretty right away because we all come to relationships with our own issues and we carry this baggage that we supposed to drop long time ago with us. Yes. Yeah? So we bring it in, we put it on the table and say, okay, deal with it. 
and they don't know what to do with it because they have their own baggage and they put on the table their own stuff. So we had to learn, we both had to learn how to be me in this relationship, do not change. I, I still sometimes was trying to change him, especially that he is from US, I'm from Poland, and you would think, well, you think that we kind of are the same. No, his culture and my culture was still totally different. And there's many funny stories, but it was not that funny at that time when we started fighting. And my husband really, he's the most peaceful person in the world. So to make him like upset and that yells, you have to be really master. And I was master at, you know, bringing this, you, you know, emotion. The coaches, they told me that you want to be happy or do you want to be right when you fight? And very often I wanted to be right because it's who was my mother. She was strong and she fight, you know, with, in conversations. And I remember that moment when I really created this fight because I was not happy with myself and my husband was like, he yelled, like I never heard him yelling. So first I like opened my eyes and I laughed it was like, because it was kind of funny. It's not him, who I am trying him to be, this monster. Like, is so I had to take a step back and say, what do you really, really want? And I asked my clients a lot the, that question because why two reallys? What do I want for myself is one really, and I want peace and love. And second is for other people. So maybe what my mom wanted in her, what I don't know, your, the society wants from you. So I had to do this inventory. And I realized very quickly because I was already aware that it's not, not, it's absolutely not what I want. I want peace and love and friendship and respect for us. And if you want that, you have to focus. What you focus on grows. So if you want more love, share more love. If you want more respect, be respectful for yourself first, like I already talked about. So we had our challenges in our marriage, uh, pretty, really hard challenges that there was even a point when I thought that we will get divorced. And actually, we did go to court. We had first consultation but then i took break from our marriage went back to poland and said okay i have to decide what i want and if it's gonna work and my husband he took his time then we started really communicating and sharing what we really want we me beata and what michael wants and if we want it, we have to both bring it to our relationship. And today we just uh, celebrated uh, not a couple of weeks ago uh, our ninth anniversary. So it worked. And so love is possible and uh, great relationships are possible. But you have to know what you want and you have to put your effort and take actions to create that again what you focus on grows so what you focus on today what you want more in life and what you want less it's my story <laughs> i love it i think it's an amazing story i was taking notes the whole time just pulling out little bits and pieces that you you know talked about and 
first of all, at the beginning, when you said boundaries versus standards, that was so spot on and you can move standards up and down as well, but boundaries, you can really either bring in or they're, you know, you're able to push them out where standards are, are a little bit harder to uh, manipulate. So I thought that was really, really powerful because a lot of people do say, you know, set boundaries. I've said it before. If I can add something here. So Brandon Burchard, he says, he talks about boundaries and he says, boundaries is like a wall. Usually we create walls because we want to protect ourselves from something. Yes, yeah? so the house has walls because we don't want rain or heat or anything. So this wall that's supposed to protect you from something bad is also protecting you from everything that could be good for you. And here in relationships, if you put a wall because, and I was there, I didn't let anyone to come close because I thought that they want to hurt me. I was also not letting in these good guys, good people that were trying to help me. And it's also not only about relationship like a husband, wife or partnership, but also friends or family. Sometimes we protect ourselves because we feel like they do, they, they hurt us. But there are people that are reaching out to you, giving you a hand that come, I will help you. I will pull you to my level, like coaches or mentors, or like you with your, I love you. I love your podcast that is bringing so much awareness to, to women that you can have better life. You, you don't have to be a survivor. You can actually thrive. So again, when you build these walls, remember that they can, work both ways protect you or from good but also from bad and also you can stop the good that can come so open open the maybe make a hole and look and if there is something good coming you know let it in yeah definitely i think that that's awesome that's a a really good analogy another thing that uh, i wanted to point out was that you mentioned that there were signs and you know every person that i've talked to has always said like there were signs there were signs so you know it just reiterates the fact that you know if you get out of one bad relationship you know you don't have to guarantee that you're going to go into another bad relationship because you can teach yourself the signs to look for you because there's always going to be those first red flags that just start popping up and then continue to pop up throughout you know that first initial um getting to know you period. So I thought that was really um, important for the listeners to hear that, you know, you just always have to be aware of what's going on. And it, you know, that can give you that power to set those standards and have somebody rise to those standards. I think to what you just said, this, this desire to belong, especially for women, is putting us sometimes in a trap because we leave this bad relationship or someone left you and you think, oh, I can't live without him or her. Why? No, no. So you try to fix it that you become whatever that person wants, even it's not good for you. And this belonging also sometimes takes you into other relationship that you didn't even heal from the first one. So you don't even know what you really want. But this belonging that I don't, I cannot be by myself. I think that 
biggest advice I received long time ago from one mentor was you have to spend some time with yourself before you get into other relationship because you have to get to know who you are. We are going through life not knowing who we really are. We are going through life with this mental picture who we should be, like we talked about before. And it's created not by you because you had no even time to sit five seconds and say who I am, why am I here, and where am I going? Definitely. If you or anyone you know has been victimized by domestic violence, please reach out to us for resources and ways our organization can help you. You can find us on social media at 2thrivingatl, T-O, thriving, A-T-L, or online at 2thriving.org.